0: Welcome to the Emmaus Road Youth Podcast. We've made it through 2020 and we're here in 2021. We have got some amazing episodes coming up for you this year and we're kicking off with probably one of our best because we have got Doc Tyler and James Isit from Wildfires Festival here with us and I'm so excited. We're going to look into what it means to bring the fire home. Now, if you've read up on the news or Instagram or whatever, you might have noticed that some of the events have been cancelled in person. But that doesn't mean that we're not going ahead. Wildfires is, in fact, going ahead online this year. And I'm so stoked Come on. For it. Come on. We've got Joel in the background. Joel, what is Wildfires Festival?
1: I'm still here. Yeah, Wildfires is an incredible um, festival that happens in May. It's a time where we all go away together um, as communities of the 24 7 um, prayer network we camp we have a load of fun we sit around bonfires uh, we worship together we pray together and have a great time just getting full of the holy spirit full of um, fun uh, being together uh, hanging out with one another and hanging out with Jesus it's an incredible weekend and I know that loads of our young people um, have gone in the past and it is the highlight of their year and if you haven't gone you definitely want to check into wildfires online this year because it will be the highlight of your 2021 as well
0: oh man i can't wait it was so good last year even though we're online it was just amazing and so i guess we're going to be talking about like what it means to bring the fire home like even though we're not gathering in person like what does it mean to um take holy spirit home with us and see him move in our local areas like what does that actually look like but before we do any of that before we get into the good stuff It'll be great to get to know a little bit more about Dot and James. So can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? And uh, as we don't like have live in-person wildfires this year, um, we want to know what is the funniest thing you've ever seen happen at a Christian festival?
2: (laughs) That's such a good question. Um, Well hi guys, my name's Dot, Um, I uh, live here in Cardiff, Uh, right now it is miserable and grey so if you've got anything other than miserable and grey then uh, you are blessed and I am not so much. Um, I work for a charity called Tear Fund and uh, I have been coming to wildfires since since wildfires began in fact one of my favorite memories of a uh, being at a festival is uh, seeing james's face at 6 a.m trying to set <laughs> trying to set up all the venues with a team that did not want to be there <laughs> and a james <laughs> that did not want to be there am i allowed to can I have a second one because i also have got another funny memory of yeah, yeah. having a water fight like past curfew not allowed don't do that it's not allowed um having a water fight yeah it's not allowed Um, (laughs) having a water fight and this old man who I'm sure was lovely but we'd definitely woken him up and he was really cross came out and he goes what are you young people doing and then we had to confess that we were team it was excellent I actually love that that's so good wasn't my proudest moment but it was fun I love
0: that James what about you um
3: well, my name's James as well. Just, uh, I thought it was good to clarify, just in case you're wondering who was who in this podcast. Um, and I am from the sunny town of Margate. Um, so again, not much better than Wales at the moment. It is cold and it is grey. So if you again are watching and you've got any kind of sunshine, be blessed on this wonderful day. But, um, we, uh, like here run a lot of local community transformation projects and i run a charity called the pipeline youth initiative uh, which is great and i again like dot have been around for wildfire since it all began and i think one of my funniest wildfires moments uh, was definitely going on a bit of a. We've got a lot of buggies at wildfires. They're amazing. <laughs> a lot of. Um, why is there laughter? Just even at the mention of buggies. We've got a lot Sorry. of buggies to get to and from places. And at one point, a guy called Paul um, decided that he was going to take us on a bit of a, a buggy joyride. And we drove around and ended up driving through the youth venue, which um, was probably not the best idea because we left a load of roads tired tracks like all throughout the venue can
0: you clarify when you say drove through yeah he literally drove yeah he literally
3: drove through one entrance like to it the worship band were practicing we kind of did a bit of a rock out in front of them, um, and then he decided to drive out. But what he didn't realise is that one of the walls had come down a bit and we got the buggy caught on one of the walls to the venue and just ripped off one of the sides. And it was already a cold venue, but all of the young people turning up that evening were like, why is there, like, one of the entrances missing on the tent? What's going on? Um, And so we had to sort of explain a bit of what, what happened. So that was, yeah, definitely... One of my favourite (laughs) wildfires moments. And then there's classic (laughs) camping moments, like trying to get into a a shower at, like, 7am or anything like that with about 20 other people there. And inexplicably, there's just someone's pants on the floor next to the shower. (laughs) And you're like, what happened here that this is now a thing? That people are just leaving underwear (laughs) next to a shower? All of that kind of stuff is all classic. And one flip-flop? Yeah, one flip-flop. Why only one? How
2: did you leave the toilet and forget that you
3: only (laughs) only had one flip-flop on? And they just just cracked on and went I've got a cold foot but I'm not going to look down and what's check what what's happened I'm just going to carry one on with dirty, my day one clean.
1: yeah so mad I love the fact that you shared that into your in your best moments of <laughs> <in whilst> life <laughs> finding someone to panic
3: look, it, it's look you said funny moments you didn't say best you said funny I moments I dread to see you the, you the worst moments. moments and that for me is one of the inexplicable ones that for the rest of your day you're like you never guess what just turned up in the shower you never yeah
2: also, the other thing that happens oh. in the shower, and maybe this is frowned upon, but if somebody leaves a really good shampoo, like that's way better than oh, yours, yeah. no, is it acceptable to use that shampoo? Because I figure, yeah. yeah, it's that it's been gifted to the shower community, yeah. and therefore, yeah, yeah. fair game. It's
3: calling, <laughs> yeah, the sh- yeah, it's calling, pay, paying yeah. it forward. That's right. The shower, co- that's <laughs> right. the shampoo. shower community, that well-known <laughs> community that exists for people with often webbed feet. Anyway.
2: Oh, or one that. foot as the I case may be that. with the flip.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, one flip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I'm not gonna lie, my funniest moment was gonna be the exact same as James when Paul just drove through his tent because I was in the band, so I was practicing <laughs> and we just see Paul and James and Dot, who are leading the use of wildfires, driving a buggy through a tent and then ripping the tent all off and we're there expected to carry on practising for worship. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was literally dying of laughter. But um, yeah, Joel, have you got any funny moments from festivals?
1: Yeah, so one of my favourite moments from Wildfires Online last year, um, while I was hosting the After Hours um, quiz night, which was night number two, um, I was desperately brainstorming because at this point in May, we'd been done three months of lockdown, no one was really enjoying Zoom. <laughs> Everyone was a little bit tired and when, as soon as you say quiz on Zoom, you're either really excited about that or it's the worst thing to have ever mm-hmm. happened. But people will come along anyway. So we had lots of people there. I was like, how am I gonna make this quiz as exciting as possible? So I decided to do a round called sink or float. Yeah. And I was like, I've got to up the stakes here. This isn't just a normal quiz. This is a wildfires after hours oh. quiz. So it's gotta be unbelievable. And so I decided to um, drop a MacBook Pro into a massive um, jug of water to see if it would sink or if it would float and a lot of people got very angry with this but as I did it um <laughs> someone had clearly left themselves off mute and what I can only imagine was someone's mum just cry out what an idiot <laughs> over the microphone for everyone to hear as I dropped a MacBook Pro into a bucket full of water um and so that was probably one of my funniest moments because I was like Yep, yeah, that was a pretty idiotic thing to do. But we learnt something very real that day. MacBook Pros do not float; they sink. So there you go. That was probably one of my favourite moments from <laughs> last. I don't know. I
0: don't know if year. we had to actually submerge a Mac in water to know that it wouldn't float. But you know, yeah. But it was, it's, good it's good to test, isn't it? Depends. It's good to be really sure. Yeah.
1: It is. yeah. <laughs> now we know not to
3: take our MacBook Pros to the beach. It's just like, like
0: anyone yeah. would. <laughs> How, no, I love
3: that. How did the warranty work out on that MacBook Joel? How did your insurance work out? I've still got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've still got it. Um, Yeah, it's, it doesn't work <laughs> anymore, but I have still got it. I did take, confession, I did take out all the important bits before I did it. So I took out the hard drive, took out all the RAM, I took out all that, and it was just basically a shell, so...
2: I mean, that's not quite as good a story, is it, now? Look, don't spoil a story with the truth.
1: <laughs> hey, <Ooh>. hey <laughs> <true> just... <Trust. laughs> Just gotta be honest.
2: Okay, but maybe I don't know maybe if, I didn't I don't say if we'll that.
0: Carry, I don't know if we'll carry that same uh, principle throughout the rest no. of this podcast. No, 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 just, no, no. Just for that but particular story.
2: That <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, these aren't just these aren't the main reasons we go to wildfires though, or any festival of that matter. Like these are great, great moments seeing people drive through tents or finding the perfect shampoo and having it for free or dropping mac but actually maybe not that one i don't know if i want to drop a mac (laughs) in water at any point Um, (laughs) but there's so many more reasons that we go to these festivals and um and wildfires is great because there's so many different streams and churches and communities that come together to seek god and what they what we say is our kind of motto is fan into flame the next great awakening but like i guess my first question is like what does that actually mean? Like, what is the next great awakening? Like, what does that look like?
2: What a great question. And it's a massive question because when we pray in the next great awakening, what we're, it's like we're joining with when the scripture says, like, pray in the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. And so it's such a bold thing to pray and believe for the next great awakening because what we're saying is, what I believe is going to happen in heaven, I'm praying for that right now in my life in my friends lives in my country in the world and what that like tangibly we're praying for our friends to come to know Jesus we're praying for um those who are um, in captivity to be set free we are praying for total revival like total like from every sphere of life so people um who are interested in spirituality going you know what I'm really interested in spirituality and what I've realized is the spirituality is the person of the Holy Spirit, Mm. this great awakening to there is more to offer than what culture and society tells us and what consumerism tells us to buy because in the person of Jesus is life in fullness and I think the idea of a great awakening is this invitation from Jesus to say dream a little. You're never too young to have a kingdom dream that the kingdom of God is going to come here on earth as it is in heaven.
1: That's so good.
3: Yeah, and I, I think that like, Dot's completely right there. And, and I think if we look back at revivals that like happened in the Bible because they're littered in there and this whole idea around awakening, even if we look at history, it all started from people coming together whether it was even two i know in the hebridean revival that happened like in the 50s there was only two old ladies who were in their 80s that would just come together and and pray that god would just bring new life new life to them but also new life for those around them um and there was a sense that actually without a new life coming to them without a new life coming to us without god opening our eyes to to what can be done what we can see in our towns, so without us getting a bit of a fire in our own belly we're not going to be able to go and set up other places on fire for him um and from those two old ladies Mm. they started an incredible revival in scotland that just saw thousands of people just coming to faith and just uh finding faith just through that realization of god i just want to see your kingdom come um just what on earth as it is in heaven you know there's a there's a bit where um i think they were looking at in the psalms where there's a, a psalm that says like who shall ascend into the hill of the lord or who shall stand in that holy place and it's those that have clean hands and a pure heart Um, and like those that Basically, uh, are not there for any other reason than to just to see God move, and that they would receive blessing. And for them, as it is for us at wildfires, it's like we want to ascend onto that hill for God, uh, and we want to get to that point of having pure hearts, clean hands, where mm-hmm. actually all we want to see is just Him move in in whatever sphere of life we may be in. And everyone listening could be going through all kinds of different things and all in kinds of different places. But actually, when we get that reality of of who God can be through us then um and that's when we see a great awakening in not only ourselves but those around us as well so
2: Ah, so good james can i can i add to that because i think you've touched on something so important about revival as we or uh, awakening as we think it comes at the hands of extraordinary people only the special ones get to see that but actually when we look Mm. through the scripture And we look through examples of when revival has come. Um, I mean, I'm sat here in Wales, and Wales had an extraordinary revival. It came at the hands of people who were really faithful, who spent their day in, day out, sitting at the feet of Jesus and saying, Jesus, what do you want me to do today? And because they sat there, they sat that close to Jesus, Jesus started changing them, changing their hearts, changing their habits. And it meant that out of these tiny spaces of people who probably would never consider themselves particularly significant, like towns and cities and countries were brought to know who Jesus is. The faithful actions of the few.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's so good. And I love that, like that's so inclusive. And actually that means that our story, our testimony, what we have to offer, our skills, our passions, like God sees them and actually calls us to use them. Yes. Um, and that's just so, so exciting. So I guess, like, following on from that, you've kind of touched on it a bit, but, like, we go to wildfires to pray together, like, for revival to see the next great awakening. But, like, why, why should we be praying for revival today? Like, right here, right now, why should we all be joining in prayer for
3: that? Well, I wanted to say something really funny then, just go, nah, don't worry about it. Like, don't bother. Yeah, just come on, let's just stop the whole podcast. That's not, not hit there, but... <laughs> um, honestly like why we should be praying for it is that i don't know when you look ar- around the world uh, or if you look into your spheres your neighborhoods and things like that i look and i see uh, a, a, a place that's often devoid of life often mm. devoid of life like there's bits yeah. where there is still brokenness like you know in the bible it says that um god came to pour out his spirit on all flesh he wants mm. all people mm. to be restored to be uh brought in like in fullness and togetherness through his love and when I look out at the world I don't see that in necessarily in my friends or in some of the relationships I have or in this like some of the situations I see that are going on in the world with injustice and all those kind of things and so that's why I want to see revival come because I want to see a difference in in the places that I live the people that I love those that are around me um and and that's why I want to pray in that as well because the joy that I found the the light and the life that I found through my, my relationship with God mm-hmm. I want that for everyone like it's a, it's a bit like knowing where the x on a treasure map is and then mm. keeping it for yourself like and i don't want that yeah. i'm like if i've got this unlimited mm. source of treasure this incredible thing called jesus then i i want to give that to as many people as i can and and i want to become on on fire and impassioned so that i can do that as well um yeah yeah no
0: that's so good i love yeah. that so
2: good that's great and i i really resonate with that the idea that is there really genuinely something better worth giving your life to than the revival of Jesus? (laughs) Because I really am not convinced that there is anything better because you look at the news, you follow your Instagram stuff, and you're like, oh my gosh, the world is crying out for something more. And by the grace of God, we know what that something more is. And I think part of when we pray for revival is um, we are bringing ourselves into that bit of Romans 12 where it says, um, this is what I require of you to live... Um, oh, hang on, let me actually read it because I don't want to misquote because that's the kind of thing I oh, would do. Scared. And it's frowned upon. <laughs>
3: really? <laughs> yeah, and then at the end of the podcast, there's a good correction. This was actually in Romans yeah. 13, verse 8. And, yeah. And uh,
2: I'd be like, Maybe oh, sure. no, don't listen to her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um when I'm thinking about revival and praying for revival, I'm reminded that it's in this place that we join in with Romans 12, where it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your whole lives as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And I think we... We sometimes think of our worship and pursuing spiritual gifts and prophesying and being in community together and we think that that's just to make us feel good and don't get me wrong i am the first one to love a word of prophecy i'm like yes more lord speak it over me yes please but actually you know what when we offer ourselves as a living act of worship And we join in community and we pursue the things of God and we prophesy over our friends and we have courage to pray for our friends, then what we're doing is we're stepping out into the places of courage that says, Mm. I genuinely believe that there is more on offer for you than what the world is offering you right now. Mm. And I also genuinely believe that when I look at a world that is hurting and broken like it is right now, that Jesus weeps more than I could possibly and Jesus mourns more than I could possibly. And so there's places where I'm going, there's extreme poverty there. And I don't know what else to pray other than to pray revival in that country. Mm. Because poverty needs eradicating. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I I agree with everything that you guys have said. And I was um just thinking back to something you shared earlier, Dot, was like how one of our best prayers, one of the greatest prayers we can pray is Lord, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we pray that prayer, and that's a really famous prayer. And I was just thinking, like, what does that kingdom look like? And that's a kingdom of, of love. That, that's a kingdom of um, where there is no pain, there is no poverty, there is no selfishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would it look like if we all sat at the feet of Jesus and said, Lord, let your kingdom come in my life so that it might come true in my mm-hmm. town or in my school or in my family or in my city or in my country? Um And that's a massive, massive, massive prayer. Like, how do we, how does, you know, me sitting in Woking right now, at quarter to four on a Tuesday afternoon, like, what can I do? But actually God wants to give us so much power and so much courage, so much boldness to actually make that prayer come true. And all it takes is just obedience from us. Because we have the answer, like James said, we have like the BX on the treasure map. So why wouldn't we share that with with the people that we know when there's so much pain in the world and this like we've gone through possibly one of the roughest years in anyone's history in 2020 so much bad stuff has happened yet we know we know the answer to it like we know that Jesus is love and he's come to give us life to the full so why would we not share that like surely we should be spurred on and to do that God wants to give us that sort of excitement for it as well and so that's why that's why I pray and I pray that God would give me that excitement every single day. Because sometimes my prayers aren't the best prayers they could be. And that's okay. <laughs> but we constantly ask God to bring that excitement back and to help us with that. And so, yeah, that's some of my thoughts oh, about no, what we've been so talking
0: about. I love that. And I guess, like, we've nicknamed this podcast, like, bringing the fire home. Um, we've got to mm. give credit to Sam Ray there from... from uh, base road oh, shout, shout out, out for <laughs> doing my job for me and naming the podcast um and I actually love that name, like bringing the fire home and I like it because it's a sense of sometimes at festivals we can be so in the moment that we're like we get pumped up and we get rallied and we're like set off at the end of the week and we're gonna change the world and come Monday at school, it all goes to pop mm. like. We're down we forget everything that's happened how holy spirit's moved how he's prompted us over the week mm. and it's like how can we i guess passion isn't the right word how can how can we hear holy spirit in in the same way we would at a festival but more importantly how can we carry what he tells us or what he prompts us to do in our everyday life like sustainably mm.
1: Yeah, I can go first on this one. Um, I've been um, reading a book recently. And it's a really, really great book. Um, but one of the things it talks about is that God is everywhere. Holy Spirit is everywhere. And um, when we're at a festival, we think that there's, you know, we ha- like we're in a, a, we're in a special type of atmosphere. We're in a special type of place uh, where God is more present there than he has, is in my bedroom at home. But that's actually not true. Um, I mean, what is true is that there are loads of great people who are helping us to become more aware of what God is doing in that moment. There are uh, great leaders and great friends around us that are helping us to notice where God is moving. But the fact that God is there is no more true than it is in a tent in the countryside somewhere, than it is just your bedroom at home. Like God's spirit is just as present everywhere. And so how do we get better at noticing where God is moving in us, around us and through us at all times and that's a really difficult task and that takes like a little bit of work it takes a little bit of um effort sometimes but training ourselves to pick up and notice where god is moving just every single day um in around in around and through us is really important um and i think the first step is acknowledging that the first step is just saying god i know you're here and i know that you're moving even if i don't feel it right now i know that god's spirit is here with me right now in this place what is he trying to tell me right now um so that i would say that's that's one of the first steps is, is acknowledging that god's spirit is there with you wherever you are right now wherever you're listening to this right now mm-hmm. in the bathroom in the rain on the bus in school you carry god's spirit with you so what is he saying mm-hmm. to you right now yeah that.
2: and i would really add to that i think um there's no there's no two ways about it there is something really special about being all together that's why we do it um but I think there is something really powerful in um expectation because we all go to wildfires and you and me we're the same I have this same hope that you have that ah, oh, we're gonna have this meaningful deep encounter with holy spirit and so you're not alone in that like I'm putting my hands up and I'm, th- I'm going I'm the same you know um, but what if I carried that same expectation to sitting on my bed with my Bible and saying, God's going to mm. meet me today yeah. because I'm reading the scripture and I'm praying. God's going to abs- i have no so doubt good. about it. He's going to talk to me. So I'd really encourage us to, uh, I, I guess, have that same expectation that at home it is as powerful. Um, and then just a couple of really practical things is um, learn his voice. Holy Spirit has a voice, he has a way that he speaks to you and the only way we learn his voice is by spending time with him, getting to understand how he speaks to us. For some of you it might be pictures, for some of it, it might be thoughts or ideas pop into your mind um, and my encouragement to you is if you think you've heard from God then perhaps just say yes, I'll try that. I mean obviously if it's something completely heretical don't say yes. <laughs> But if it's something and you're going, you know what? That sounds like good. That sounds like what I read about Jesus doing in the Bible. Say yes. Because it could be the greatest adventure you've ever done in your life. It could be the most embarrassing moment of your life. But who cares? Like when it comes to the kingdom of God, an embarrassing moment is neither here nor there, really. Like I want to be the kind of person that, like Isaiah says, this massive mammoth task, send me. So they're really practical yeah. i don't know if they're yeah anyway i love I hope that.
0: they
3: help no, that's so good <laughs> that's so good no and i yeah completely echo what joel and dot have been saying i think it's one of those things of uh, wildfires in particular we have always had that uh, that kind of vision behind it that it's less about the event and more that happens for the other 360 mm-hmm. odd years Like days of the year, like that happen after the Mm -hmm. festival, that actually, what the way you would encounter God at wildfires, or, or when we come together and experience Him there would make us go I can do this at home I can go to wherever I am whatever situation I'm in and and God is just as present there than he is at a place like this and I definitely think God responds to heart more than he does Mm -hmm. head like a lot of the times and (laughs) and and so for us when when we decide in our heart of going yeah God like it's a lot it's a lot easier when we're in a festival when everyone around us is worshiping and they're all praying and doing that for us to let go that God just wants us to let go in every sphere that we're in um, because, like, the world is his, like, the world is, is his creation, like, nothing in it is really ours anyway, um, and so for for us, we need to be willing to go, you know what, God, I, I want to go and see you move in my surroundings, when I am in my bedroom, I'm going to expect you to come and meet me, like, just like the guys, as I explained a little bit with the revival in, in Scotland, like, all those years ago, what they had was a bit of, they, they weren't just content with just waiting on God to turn up, there had to be some proactiveness in there, where they were like, God I'm going to contend to see you move where I am I'm going to push in to see you move in these spaces and places whether that was just being up um, until quite late like praying and just seeing what God might do whether it is just delving into the Bible to see the truth of what God is saying to them in their everyday life and and they, they had to be that stepping out, that that going for it and risking failure, risking it all in order to see God's glory in that place and it's interesting like in Joshua where God talks about us going out, it's always be strong and courageous is the first part of that verse, do not be afraid yes. for the Lord your God is with you and I'll, I'll go with you wherever you go and but it starts with be strong and courageous we need to be willing to, to be strong and courageous um, in order to see God move, like I, I'm always encouraged by the story of when Jesus fed the 5,000 and that little boy when he woke up, had no idea that his packed lunch would yeah. be used for what it would be used for to feed all of those people and to do all of those things but he just said god mm. like this is what i've got in my hands this is what i've got in front of me and jesus i know you can do so much more with that in this space than i ever could so i'm going to give it to you mm. um and that little boy like all of us whether you have a packed lunch and you give it to someone whether you just <laughs> smile at others no matter how big or small it is when we're willing to say like this is what i have in my hands like, God, show me how I can use this for you today. And then we're willing to actually use it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how we're, yeah, we can really see the fire brought home and where we are.
2: So. Oh, James, I'm like yesing and amening over here. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm... And I think I just wanted to take a moment to remind us one of the promises in the Bible. Um, I think sometimes we look at promises in the Bible and we go, oh, that's nice for everyone else. As if for some reason, this promise doesn't apply for us. Um, And there's a bit of scripture where um, Jesus reminds people that if you say to that mountain, move into the sea, if you say it in my name, that mountain will move. And there will be stuff in your life that makes you go, revival feels like a massive mountain, I can't. Or um, thinking about mental health crisis among all my friends, it feels like a massive mountain, I can't. Insert whatever theme into that mountain, I can't but here's the promise of jesus if you say in my name mountain move it will move and so absolutely be strong and courageous not because we can do it ourselves absolutely not me and mass me and me and my shuffle aren't moving a mountain (laughs) but but the lord just gonna see an
0: influx of everyone going (laughs) to the right yeah (laughs) everyone just (laughs) trying to push (laughs) just like to mess with the locals like let's shift some mountains guys let's see how they can use their maps in this place (laughs) i love that it's so good it's so good i mean i like going back to what you said james like bringing the little we have Mm -hmm. just being up for it i think is so much Mm -hmm. i think people don't realize how powerful that is just saying yes Mm -hmm. um obviously with practice like stepping out in faith becomes easier learning god's voice sitting with him having time Um, but I think it's so important, like more important than ever in this day and age. Like there's this Dallas Willard quote and I've got it up on the screen, so I know I'm not going to botch it up, but (laughs) it it says, otherwise Peter Burden will be on my case. (laughs) It says, the world can no longer be left to mere diplomats, politicians, and business leaders. They have done the best they could do, no doubt, but this is an age for spiritual healers heroes a time for men and women to be heroic in their faith and in their spiritual character and power the greatest danger to the christian church today is that of pitching its message too low Mm. and like that first bit where it's like the world could no longer be left to mere diplomats politicians and business leaders like that hit me like actually god calls all of us Mm -hmm. like he calls mm. us at any age in any area with any education actually. He calls us now. He calls us just to say yes, to be who we are and to bring that our passions, our skills and just to be up for the crack of saying, Yeah God, like use me. Let me let me spend time. Let me try and hear your voice. Let me step out in faith every day. Let me pray for that person. And and sometimes it starts small, like praying for a person they don't even know it. Like I've done that a lot and then I'm like, okay, now, now I'm seeing change in their life. I have to admit, hands up, I was praying for you and I believe this change in your life is because of God. Mm. And then it might be praying, laying hands on someone and, and praying for healing in the moment, which can be super daunting. But actually, there's opportunities for all of these things every day, mm. even in isolation, even when we can't gather together. So, yeah, I'm just super excited. I'm so excited.
2: And you're totally right because, you know what? Somebody prayed for me all the way through high school, I did not know Jesus. And somebody Mm. prayed for me every week. I had no idea. I Mm. didn't know. And then at 16, she invited me back. I mean, she'd regularly invited me, but she invited me back to something at church. I said, yes, I went, I gave my life to Jesus. And I am in Mm. no doubt that I owe a great debt to my friend who prayed for me every week. So Mm if you can pray for your friends and it might take years It took seven years for me to say yes to go to something at church
1: wow mm.
2: might take years but you know what god can do what seems impossible mm.
0: and it's sowing of a seed it's just making that invitation just putting it out there and seeing what god does with it like mm-hmm. we're asked to call we're not asked to make things happen with our own hands and might like god does the hard work we've just got to ask like and that seems it seems daunting. So I'm I'm so happy that he doesn't make me do all the hard work because I would definitely fail. But that does mean that I'm just going to say yes to what I can. Mm-hmm. Say yes every day, whether it's on the bus, whether it's in school, whether it's in Tesco or Waitrose, wherever you shop. But um, I mean, wildfires is going ahead. We are we're still going ahead. Yeah, and uh, you guys are yeah. uh, are doing the hard work, as we will say. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about Wildfires 2021? Yeah. I've got the dates if you need them.
3: No, it's great. So Wildfires uh, 2021 is from the uh, 30th of May, uh, running until the 2nd of June, uh, the 1st of June. That's the (laughs) one, isn't it? Yeah, well done. (laughs) Some of, us are, some of us are hanging on for the extra day just to see what the Holy Spirit might do. Just put it out there. Come um, on. But yeah, on. from Sunday to Tuesday. And we're going to be back bigger and better than ever. It's going to be absolutely incredible. We've got special, loads of special guests, loads of incredible uh, after-hours activities and fun to be had. And most of all, we are just going to see what God wants to do with us over those three days so that we can be encouraged, excited, and all fired up to go and take, the, found those flames in the next great awakening in our homes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: love it Dot, who are the special guests? James (laughs) Um, uh, uh, We've both got
3: We're both not
0: sure Um, Uh, Sorry, I just thought I'd uh, (laughs) Shove you in a hole and try and make you dig yourself out Um, She can't,
3: she's using that spade To move mountains, Hope She's She's digging that way Don't give her more things (laughs) to do
0: Look, I feel like we should end on a game I really do. Oh, yes. I feel like we're having proper bans. We've had proper in-depth conversation, but we should end on the game um, because... All we want to do right now is have a laugh in isolation, right? And move mountains, sorry. Yeah, Yeah. and move
2: mountains. Yeah, both of those.
3: Let's get right. Really quick, can I? I don't know if this will be any good for the podcast in doing this, but in one of the times that I've really spent like finding God, and it links a bit to just revival, is that often we think of when God's bringing life and doing things, that can be down to praying for people or like seeing healing and all things like that. But I remember one of the Mm. closest times I've ever had to God with my friends is when we went swimming and we just went, oh, do you know what? In the Bible, it says you can walk on water so should we just see if we can do it and for a whole night we'd just pray over each other and then try walking on water and doing stuff like that and every single time we fell in um, and got even like like completely wet and we didn't like we weren't like and nothing bad was going to happen but every time that happened and we'd just keep on falling in the water but it then encouraged us to then pray more and then every time I go swimming or anything like that I will make a small prayer to God of like God I know that um, Peter walks on water and I want to walk on water as well and so that's yeah. that's always my prayer and it's knowing that look God wants to move in the fun crazy ways like the big mm-hmm. things like walking on water but also in just changing lives and bringing uh, redemption and healing yeah. in those things as mm-hmm. well um yeah. and just wants to bring life life as top was saying to the full for each of us so uh, yeah
0: <laughs> i really like this podcast it's been such bands it's been so good there's been proper bombs of like good amazing like encouraging words and notorious rivers moving mountains Love it. Joel, have you got a game
1: for us? I've got a game for us, yeah. Um, let's yes. play. Alright guys, so this game is it's quite famous at Maestro Youth. Um, it, we call it Think Fast. Now, it, it is exactly as it sounds. Um, it requires you to think fast. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask each of you a couple of questions and they are going to be the world's most random questions. Alright? Uh, I mean, I'm talking really weird um, and you have to answer as quickly as you can and it doesn't matter if the answer is wrong or right or right or wrong okay. whatever just, just say just anything say the first thing that comes to your head and we're going to see how your lovely brains actually work uh, and so don't try and in the moment don't try and understand the question just answer the question now the one rule is um, you've got to try your absolute best not to give just one word answers because that sort of really defeats the point of the game okay So, two words is fine. Can Um, I opt
0: out? Because last time I did this game, I ended up with a new nickname that still hasn't died.
1: It still has not... No, it is. Well, I don't no.
2: think that's how we roll no. the wildfires. Okay. There's no opting
1: out. No, it's for mm-hmm.
3: everyone. Everyone. Remind
2: me to volunteer for kids' team. Do you know when you hear things?
3: <laughs> you hear things and you go, this is less like a game, more like a psychological experiment that we're all going to be yeah. rated <laughs> on afterwards. Where Joel's yeah. going to go, sorry, you've been evaluated and it's all gone sorry, wrong. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: um, but well, I feel like we need a volunteer to go first. Um, anyone up for it? James will go first. Come on, what well done, James. He even put his hand up. <laughs> well volunteered. Yep. You guys can't see that he didn't put his hands up, but he did put his hands up. All right, yeah, mate. Totally. Um, I've got five questions. Okay. just five in a row. Remember, the, r- the rules are, as quick as you can, don't try and understand the questions.
3: Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. What's the
1: best thing ever?
3: Uh, trousers with goldfish in. How does a penguin beat a crocodile? Uh, using a baseball bat and a lot of logic. What's up with Gary? Um, he doesn't have his trousers on. Like He left them at home. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How do you win? Um, by not losing. No, that was a bit Why is the sun so hot? Uh, because um, people need to toast marshmallows from outer space.
1: <laughs> there you go. Five questions. That is it. <laughs>
3: <What's> James,
2: the... <laughs> you are so good at that game. I don't know. I mentioned
3: trousers quite a bit, though. I won't lie to you. Something happened there. <laughs>
2: It was funny.
1: I liked it. All right, Dot, you're up. Are you ready?
2: Okay, I'm on it.
1: Five questions. Here we go. (laughs) What are birds made out of?
2: Oh, feathers and fur. Fur? (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not.
1: What was your first word?
2: sorry.
1: (laughs) What was your first word?
2: Uh, Bananas. (laughs) Bananas. (laughs) Bananas. I'm absolutely sure it was bananas. Who stole all the eggs? Me, because I love (laughs) them.
1: What are sports?
2: Sports? They are things that we play. Oh my, I can't do this game.
1: How heavy is a duck?
2: Really very heavy, especially if they're a giant duck.
1: There you go. All right, so we've I got s- we've got one.
2: Wow, the panic, <laughs> the panic of that game. Like, I swear
1: you were, to God. You
0: I was just saying. let you know, these are the two leaders of wildfires. If yeah, there's any parents <laughs> listening.
3: It's the personal review Dot was giving us a fur. What a silly answer. Why did I even say? I spoke of trousers with goldfish it. in them, Dot. That's what I said anyway. <laughs> All right, for, for the last
1: <laughs> round, for the last round, it's going to work a little bit differently. Dot and James, I'm going to ask you um, one question at a time, and we're going to go back and forth between the two of you. So I have ten questions altogether; there's five more questions each. We'll start with James, and then in question two will go to Dot, and then backwards. Oh. All right, sound good? Okay. Nice. Here we go. James, tell me a secret um, that dogs can't eat cheese. <laughs> Dot, which rabbit is the best?
2: All of them I love bunnies.
3: James, what, what James, why were you late for the wedding? Uh, because I knew who I was gonna marry. No, I can't send that. <laughs> <laughs> uh Jill, that's fine. That is that is literally clickbait,
0: mate. Clickbait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dot, what would have been a better name for the Beatles?
2: Dot Tyler.
1: <laughs> James James, what's the coolest greeting? Um, all right.
3: (laughs) Dot,
1: what's the first first thing you say when you wake up? God save our gracious queen, obviously. (laughs) James, why did you yell at Deborah?
3: To to be honest, um, her work on the report for Japan was not good enough. Hang on,
0: hang on. So what was Come
3: the on, report Deborah. about? Uh, it was about the height of camels and why it's important <laughs> to our global economic growth.
2: And what and the missing camel. goldfish? <laughs> look,
3: look, it's not a good We're company.
1: Descended. It's not a good company. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dot, what's the coolest word you know? Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
2: panic! Everybody panic. <laughs> Don't know the answer. Let's say panic is my answer.
3: James, what's your secret talent? Um, that I can make sh- uh, shrubberies disappear.
1: <laughs>
3: and Dot, how do you move mountains?
2: With my shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Amen.
1: Come on. Amen. Amen.
2: <laughs> With my shovel. <laughs> or I say in the name of Jesus.
1: In the name. Of <laughs> <moves. Amen. laughs> Just to be
2: theologically, you know,
1: better.
0: <laughs> can we re- rename this game to "With My Shovel"? <laughs>
1: I think that should be the 2020. Hope that needs to be the 2021 version of It Burns. (laughs) (laughs) It Burns! With my (laughs) shovel!
3: There you go, awesome. What I like is oh, that at Wildfires Online, I'm hoping a lot of the youth might start saying, with my shovel, and <laughs> dot." by that point, we'll have no idea. Like, we'll have forgotten all about this conversation. What are <laughs> people talking about? There's a lot of budding gardeners going on at this Wildfires thing. This is crazy. I feel
0: like we need to get sound effects for Wildfires. With my shovel! <laughs> yeah, no.
3: Especially Wildfires oh, Online. Gosh. Yeah.
0: Oh, that When something hilarious. goes wrong about a tech issue, uh, panic, don't know the answer, panic! Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to oh, oh, hang oh. out with these furry birds that Dot's been with. These are amazing. Yeah, I love it.
2: Fur? Do not have fur? <laughs> I so mean, they don't, don't. Do they? I don't know.
0: I don't know. But I feel like this is a great point to end our podcast. <laughs> oh, Matt, thank you so much, Dot. Thank you so much, James. Or if you put our your names pleasure. together, Jot. You are amazing, um, and I'm so excited to see you at Wildfires, which Ooh. is the thirtieth yeah. to the first of June, thirtieth of May to the first of June. Try and get that in your head. Um, so we'll see you there, guys. We're going to be online, and it's going to be free. So be there. It is free, right?
3: Yeah, it's free. <laughs> yes. It's all free apart from the bits you have to pay for. So that's good.
0: Okay, great. Hang on, yeah. how many bits are there you need to No, there's for? none, there's
3: nothing. Apart okay, from none. apart from just Dots just... branding her own shovels that she's going to sell as <laughs> merchandise when yeah. she's there.
2: The, they'll be available for uh, £7. Yeah.
3: Wow, that's <laughs> that a bargain <laughs> <doesn't> that <is,
2: laughs> on a shovel.
0: That is a mountain-moving
3: shovel. I mean, they, they are pretty shoddy. Like, they do break very easily, but...
2: <laughs> I mean, they're also about the size of 52, <laughs> yeah. so... Um... Oh, it's I weird.
0: love that. Well, guys, thank you so much. We cannot wait to see you at Wildfires. And if you're listening to this podcast, we have got a whole backlog um, of podcast episodes for you to go and enjoy that are just as great. Maybe not as funny. I'm not sure. We've, we've set the bar pretty high with this one. Um, but head over to our Instagram. We are Emmaus Road Youth on Spotify as well. Um, and we'll see you very soon.
2: Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.
3: Bye.